Welcome to this episode of semi-aggressive nose breathing. Yeah, okay, that's okay. actually accurate. I yeah, there's a whole lot of that that happens on this really? show. I'm, Dude, there's I'm more. A, I'm more of a mouth breather on this show, is what I thought. Mm-hmm. There's aggressive nose breathing on all podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but sometimes that's just what happens. It just is. I got taken oxygen, dog. I think it's really important to note that Chase is the one that is apologizing, mm-hmm. and he's also the one that is the most. Nose breathy. Nose breathy. Is he? I, that's Directly what I'm into these microphones. I, well, I, you see, when you're CrossFit all time, every time, you can't you can't miss an opportunity to train your nasal breathing. This there show is chase. just just a two hour. <laughs> I don't want that. It's gonna cut into my <laughs> clarity. I actually, I, I we need to get Chase two uh, foam microphone thingies and a little bit of those little pop protectors, like we had back in the day when we were a corporate show. Back in the day, we had pop protectors. We had little things that held up the microphones. See, that works perfectly. Um, and I have one of those at home that I still need to bring back here that I literally put with my keys 45 minutes ago to make sure I didn't forget. I'm glad and that I, it made it. And I forgot it. Yeah. What's a pop protector for? It's for pop, pop, pop. Yeah, I see so you have one on, so it doesn't. Pop, pop. We're just... Basically recording us testing out the microphones exactly. at this point. Uh-huh. Isn't that amazing? This is good content. Did you cool. catch my neck crack? No, I didn't. I was, to get it. was that good? Did you get it? Was it a good one? Yeah, it was all right. Are you paralyzed now? <laughs> well, always. Sick. Uh, that name, by I the hope way. you're paralyzed and you die. And moving on. It's <laughs> from right. French Fries <laughs> and Fitness on Instagram. I think, uh, I think he has given us... A couple of these uh, sand names. So okay. shout out to French Fries and Fitness for French dropping French Fries and Fitness. One. That is a good name. I agree with that life philosophy. But also, fuck you. <laughs> Nose breathing is important. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he was saying anything negative. I'm the one saying something negative. Here. Maybe That's he's just totally a big different. fan of Laird Hamilton and all of his breathing stuff that he does. Same. He's into Wim Hof. And he's really just trying to strengthen. He's talking about really str- aggressively strengthening your diaphragm and training your breathing system. I think we're also maybe four years away from Laird Hamilton being found dead in his sauna. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, he microwaved his insides. Well, Turns just, out you it's like, can't do that for 20 minutes. They found, it's like weird, they found him at the bottom of his pool handcuffed to an assault bike that was sunk <laughs> in it. I'm not 100% sure... It's what like, he was going for, we'll just have to think on that t- one. Taking bets now, it's uh, over under <laughs> on whether he dies in the pool or if he dies in the sauna. It's like they found him. <laughs> in a, they found him inside of a sauna with a bunch of empty gas station ice bags just holding them. And we're not a hundred percent sure. We can kind of reverse engineer what happened. Boat. We're not not a hundred percent. He's gonna build though. a sauna at the bottom of the pool. <laughs> It'd be ironic if he died in the pool and yes. swim down to the bottom of the pool to get into the sauna. And just makes and he turns himself into soup. <laughs> he just layered soup, just a giant bowl of layered soup. Layered it soup. It only soup takes molten. three or four days there, and hot water yeah. for a body rotting, totally soup in like yeah. three or four days. I know from experience. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Delicious experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. It helps if you add lye, but it's not really necessary. Layered just actually the smell is the only issue. He uh, can't actually drown because. Turns out he has gills. That's He's, what they're gonna yeah. find out in his autopsy. Yeah. He's like what it's just like Waterworld. Yeah. Which has come up now two shows in a row. Hell yeah. When Kevin Costner had gills and webbed toes. Do you remember um that movie um Waterworld where um Kevin Costner had gills? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sick. I know, it's the one where Alan Rickman uh has a witch in the basement and stuff like that. Yeah, it's and uh he 
uses his gills in order to be very good at aiming his bow and arrow and stuff like that. Yeah, so am I getting it right? Am I getting it? Right? Oh, right. That's there. the one. Okay, okay. That's, yeah, that's a very weird way to connect it with Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Welcome. I to just confused podcast. those two in my mind. Yeah, both so are both about the same time. They're both Kevin Costner playing the same character, Robin Hood. Waterworld guy, same guy. If, as it if turns you're going out. to same compare Waterworld to any movie, you have to compare it to fight? The Postman, which same. followed Waterworld. Oh, okay, it was also a post-apocalyptic movie. The uh, Prince of Thieves was like high, high Robin, or not Robin Williams, like Kevin Costner. I don't know where Robin Williams came from. The Postman was his weird, ill-advised follow-up to uh, Waterworld, and uh, they're like, "Listen, we're only going to give you two hundred million dollars one more time. One okay? more time. What are you going to do with it?" And he's like, "How about a post-apocalyptic world in which yeah. I have to deliver." The last letter to Santa. I love it. Which is what I assume the postman is about because I haven't seen it. Yeah. What do you think that, <laughs> that wish list is for to Santa whenever, whenever it's Dear the last Dear Santa, letter. I know that everything on the planet has turned to ash, but I would really like to have a mother again. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Global warming from in this universe as well, and Santa, whole North Pole, melted, drowned. Everything's done. Reindeers, yeah. dead. North Pole, not solid ground under there. Katie, you ice. saw you saw Postman? Tell me about Postman. Here. Here's, well, I don't remember. Well, <laughs> I don't think anyone has a detailed memory of the no, Postman. The only reason I saw it was because it was filmed around in eastern Washington, oh. like near Colville, and my friend Kaylin was an extra in it. Wow. Was yeah. she the actress that wrote the letter to Santa? No. I find that hard <laughs> to believe. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did you guys know that there were two more sanctions handed out Ooh. last week? Now, are these yeah, are the good I, kind I of sanctions it. where someone holds a competition or the bad kind of these sanctions the, where someone does drugs? These are the bad kind of <laughs> sanctions where somebody does drugs. Uh, Why is the really same word for both things? It's hard drugs. to keep track of. It's really hard. <laughs> drugs. Banned uh, supplements. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, did they also eat tainted meat? But, uh, well, uh, 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 pro tip, Armin. Yeah. When you post your video about it, do not post the name of the drugs is in the title of the video. Just yeah. a warning. Fair I already, warning. I already, uh, I already, I, I got, I got bum fucked by YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> at one point, can't put clenbuterol in the title of so your videos and still have it monetized. Yep. So fucking strange. You think you can say that name? I don't know. I don't even know. Maybe, how. maybe the fact that I just said it will demonetize this video. That's oh fine. These God. videos don't make any money anyway. It's, it's great. Um, they make negative money. He has to be. Yeah. In fact, charge him the post. If <laughs> enough, if if if, en- if this gets enough views, we're just going to turn this into a Kevin Costner slash Waterworld themed podcast. Yeah. So. You know. No, I mean, that's I one thing we could do. We could just move slowly through the filmography of Kevin Costner and just try and really figure that out. Are we not already doing that? I mean, we could. The I brought notes. We could even, we could even have the big chill, he, which his, he was originally in. Costner cast. The cost yeah. cast. Mm-hmm. He's still technically in it. You see He's his hands and his back, but you never see his face. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. In the big that's chill. how I like it. That's the type actually. of performance I want to be paid for. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, Ellie Kabord, yeah, and Henrik Oskarsson both oh, were flawless. Totally familiar Thank with you. both those guys. I know exactly who they are. Well, I'm very disappointed in them. But, but just for a reminder, in case the audience doesn't know, who are they? So Ellie Kabord <laughs> is uh, a member of Mayhem. Yeah. She uh, she tested positive for clenbuterol. This is the same one from last week. This yes. is the same one from last week. Yeah. But the the sanction appeals process ended, and the sanction actually came through. 
and she got a four-year ban. Mm. Uh, CrossFit did not uh, give a shit. Did not give a shit about her appeal. Anyway. No. But they also said that they're going to, you know, reserve the right quote to reopen the appeal pending results of tests from Kabord's other supplements. Mm. So if she comes back and she's like, "This supplement was contaminated," then you know, they'll, yeah, yeah. they'll make another press release that says, "We don't give a shit." Yeah. Eight years. Eight fuck years. you. <laughs> We're doubling it. Yeah, that's a very crossfit move. Now the other guy, mm-hmm. Henrik Oscarsson. Henrik Oscarsson. American. Mexican? Uh something Obviously. like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's Icelandic. They tested positive that's a weird at the place same for a event. Mexican guy to live. <laughs> they tested positive at the same event. They tested positive at the Reykjavik CrossFit Championships, which kind of blows my mind that that we got two positive tests out of that same event. I think yeah. maybe people were expecting because it's in Iceland, they're like, CrossFit doesn't have any <laughs> or any, your jurisdiction ends here, bitch. <laughs> maybe this or just maybe this filthy, filthy Euro trash has no morals. And so unlike us as clean cut Americans who definitely never take anything, these Funny. fucking filthy, yeah. filthy Euro trash just keep just keep pumping themselves full of cheap chemicals. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Henrik Oscarson, he, he uh, USA. Henry, USA Henrik Oscarson actually tested positive before. What? This is a second this is a second repeat. Second repeat? A second offense. Was was his last one a two year or a four year ban? Now his last one was originally a four year ban, but was reduced to a two year ban through some sort of like legal loophole. That's mm-hmm. when he ran out of out of cycle and they're like, sure you can come back. Yeah, <laughs> so the thing the thing about Henrik Oscarson is that one, he's young mm-hmm. and uh he tested he didn't test positive. He actually declined a test he was at like a crossfit event uh, a few years ago and was asked to do a drug test and threw a big fit mm. and was like there's no fucking way i'm doing a drug test fuck Obviously. you guys <laughs> and then uh which admittedly raised a couple of red flags <laughs> yeah, yeah hard to believe right so what ended up happening was he not only was served as sanctioned like internally by iceland but crossfit mm-hmm. sort of followed suit mm-hmm. and they were Sort of like, listen, if you guys are going to ban him, we'll ban him too. And so they sent oh, him to yeah. they sent him to Greenland, yeah. and they're like, you have to live in igloo here, Greenland, and hunt penguins, the Australia of Iceland. Exactly. So, uh, so he was banned from like every CrossFit gym in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Like oh. they all just they oh the like nation a, of Iceland just the, shamed him. Yeah, out. It, it oh, was really? like a meeting of minds, and everyone came together, and they're like, you know what, this guy, let's this guy, fuck this guy. Yeah, we don't yeah. need this guy here. And he was probably also a jerk. And so he's been training in like a globo gym on his on his own for years, uh, but he's apparently very good at CrossFit and also really good at continuing to take drugs. drugs. <laughs> so also, I think those those Icelanders they're they're just man they're a little uptight man they're just a little little too uptight. I think they should I think they should let him back in man. Come on. Well, also, and this is just a theory. Maybe there's a positive synergy between his drug consumption and uh, his high performance in CrossFit. I'm throwing that out there. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily true. Yeah, I don't. Go ahead. I mean, scientifically speaking, we'd have to see a lot more results yeah, yeah. before. we I mean, there's a correlation, that. but it would be very difficult to really establish causality between those two things. Yeah, between mm-hmm. taking all of the fitness drugs and being good at fitness. So he, uh, he got his suspension reduced and has still continued to be mm-hmm. banned from any CrossFit gym in Iceland, but he competed at the Reykjavik CrossFit Championships. Because it didn't happen at CrossFit Reykjavik. Because it didn't happen at uh, a CrossFit gym. Barn, I imagine. Right? And so uh, he tested positive there for 
and Cliff, you're going to have to help me out with this one. Uh, mm-hmm. Rad 140 yes. and Ostrin. That's, yeah, well, oh, those, those are, are both SARMs. Those are both SARMs. As one of them's the one that, uh, you know, Ricky Garrard tested positive with. Rad 140. No, no Rad, 140. Rad 140. Rad 140 is a very strong SARM. Ostrin is a very mild SARM. But they're so. both SARMs. Two SARMs at the same time. Stacking the SARMs. Rocking two damn SARMs yeah. at the same damn time. Yeah. Yes. You guys know the future song? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. That same is a future. Time. That is a future song. Uh, He's only 17, correct? But through the power of SARMs, he looks like he's at least 29. You know, I don't. He looks, he looks like he looks like a real athlete. You know, when you look at CrossFitters, I think he looks like a real. I'm, I, actually, I can't say. I, for <laughs> the way I, I mean, I mean, like he looks like he would fit into a football team. Yeah, yeah, he looks like the main douche on a football team. Yeah, he's oh, like, I mean, he there's a picture of him team. right here. Oh man, you're right. Yeah, he does in fact look. He as looks jacked, like he looks like uh, he looks like like a jock in like a college football movie. <laughs> yeah, like the guy that like walks by like the uh-huh. nerd and then like shoves him in a in uh-huh. a trash can for no reason. Gotcha. He's like, gotcha. "Where's my homework, Fred?" They don't have that in Iceland. I don't think they have that. In they Iceland. just like eat some fermented shark and then they like probably carve a puppet out of wood or something. I don't know anything about Icelandic culture. I know there's a new horror movie called Midsummer that's about Iceland, isn't it? Where they kill people. I don't think on it's Iceland. I think it's festival every ninety years. Is it Iceland? I don't think it's Iceland. It's Norway, but the same difference. Yeah. Yeah, he has that Instagram caption from right after the right after the yeah, contest. Right after the spot at the CrossFit Games. Uh-huh. This had this actually had some pretty wide ranging effects here. Because he earned a spot at the games mm. for the games at the Reykjavik CrossFit Championships. That spot obviously taken away from him. Mm-hmm. And it goes to the next person down, which was Will Morad. Uh-huh. Hey! Will Morad already had a spot. Earned a spot the following weekend in mm. Brazil. Mm. Okay. So that spot goes to second place there. Which is Saxon Panchik. Oh, hey. shit. Yeah. Saxon, Saxon Panchik, Panchik is going back the to the CrossFit Sax Games. Pack. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, Please, Saxon. Can we make that Good for you. Shirts. Good for you. Sax Packs. Sax Packs. Sack Pack. Nice. I so, just want a goddamn here, snack pack. So just, just some also some additional detail here. Armin used to differentiate the two Saxon, uh, not two Saxon, the two Panchek brothers, the twins. By the length uh, of their index fingers, which is the same thing that I use. I don't know, Saxon, if, those, I don't know if it was the shorter. length of their index fingers. It was the length of something, but he'd call <laughs> Saxon sexy hair Saxon. Yeah, Saxon <laughs> and the other the one's sexy just Spencer Panchek. Well, <laughs> 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 the difference there was that Saxon had great hair and Spencer had a buzz cut. And mm-hmm. now they both and have great hair. <laughs> and they both now have great hair, which makes it really difficult. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I and the no alliteration isn't helping which. either because sexy Spence and sexy Saxon, that's a lot of S's going All on. I, I just needed some sort of a tool to tell the difference between the two of them. I don't interact with them on a daily mm-hmm. basis, but every time I would see them, I would always be like, okay, just remember. Like, just try <laughs> and remember something. Like, I'd see them in the distance, and I'd look up their Instagrams to just make sure, like, if I, I just... Because the, the last thing you want is to call someone by the wrong fucking name. And you name. finally, like, you yeah. brace, you go over there, you say, hi, Charlene, I'm Marlene. Hi, Marlene, I'm Charlene. Chew your gum. It's from Spaceballs, you guys. You can't tell the difference between two twins. He sleeps with them later. Mel Brooks. Chase, go go shoot some footage with, with Panchek over there. Which one? <laughs> Sexy hair. Yeah. Okay. That definitely made it way more abundantly clear which one I'm supposed to go point. You at did camera. the right. You did the right uh, thing though. You got. You ended up getting it done. So I think. I think that's what really matters here. Yeah. Well, good for him. Going back to the games. 
Yeah, yeah. Congratulations to Saxon Panchik. He definitely deserves to be there. He's had a really good season, just has been outside of a qualifying position. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is this is the result of testing that happened in the first weekend of May. Mm-hmm. And there is a sanctional going on right meow mm-hmm. as we are recording this, the final sanctional of the season. And yes. I think there's been a few since May. And there has been a couple of them since May. What, maybe right? like four? Yeah, something like that. I think there have been four So we're expecting potentially May. more test results rolling in, I'm ex- more board shuffling? I'm expecting some more test results, mm. some more board shuffling for sure. All I'm, we need is a teeny bit more board shuffling, and then Spencer will get in too for his first CrossFit yeah, game. It really just, also depends on how many of the qualifying spots have gone to true blue Americans who would not cheat. And how many have gone to filthy, filthy foreigners God who have it. no morals. Are you just at try- all? Are you trying to <laughs> get this because it's July Fourth weekend? <laughs> USA guys, really, come really on! On July Fourth weekend, Day. you're not gonna jump on board and come on in for the big win. Come on, guys! I don't know. Are undefeated since 1776. That's right. Are we undefeated? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough about history mm-hmm. to confirm or deny that. Technically, Listen, don't look into it, but I'm pretty sure it's right. Didn't at least part of America lose when there's a civil war? Like, yeah, half one side has to lose. Right? Yeah, but we also won it. So USA, USA, we won that one. Glass half full, everybody. That's a good way of looking at it. Um, yeah, I I'm curious to see how they're going to deal with the short timeline that we're mm-hmm. in right now. It's the, by the time you're listening to this, it's the 1st of July-ish. Mm-hmm. And that means that there's less than five weeks to the CrossFit Games. Yeah. And also, and this is another important thing we all need to take into consideration, we're like about 12 weeks away from the start of the CrossFit Open. What are you guys doing <laughs> to prepare to get ready yeah, <laughs> for the is, CrossFit Open? It is brutally close. <laughs> it is brutally close. Which How's your how's your Open prep going, Chase? <laughs> lit man let's do this <laughs> yeah chase is so ready countdown to the open begins now you know what? Who I feel really games. Ba- you know who i feel really bad for ben bergeron you know why ben bergeron's programming i've mm. looked at it it's highly sophisticated you know what's based around the crossfit season yep. Pr- this phase you prepare for the open this phase you prepare for regionals this phase you prepare for the other thing with movements and uh time domains and loads kind of selected around those things. Now all that's thrown out in the air. He doesn't know what to do during that period between the games and the open, so he just experiments and he like just takes Katrin David's daughter and just drowns her in Laird Hamilton's ice bath and he's mm-hmm. just like something, recover faster. <laughs> uh lots and lots of ice baths over and over again. And saunas, heat and cold, back and forth. Yeah. How do you turn someone around in Is a that few weeks? Shock therapy? I don't even know. Yeah, hot and cold shock therapy for the the the, the heat shock proteins and the cold shock proteins, which Every I've heard minute. a lot about and I don't know anything about them does that that does that sound like bullshit to anybody else like uh, heat i think shock it's protein a, i think, I think it's actually thing, a real thing i don't know if it's called heat shock proteins but the heat thing is definitely a thing so it's like almost like when you break a fever whenever you actually nail mm. it like you'll like st- you'll start sweating because first it's hot but then you like start like flu sweating yeah and that's when it's working and then once you get after that like after that you'll get out of whatever that thing is whether it's a hot bath or it's a, a sauna, and then you're like really fucking cold. Like there's no like getting you warm, and you just kind of gotta warm up naturally, like bundle up in towels, like some warm clothes, and then uh, next day you feel radically better. Mm, yeah, it really works. I'm I, I'm I'm very interested because I've been doing some reading, and apparently the the effects of regular sauna are uh, measurable and and very good. And I'm very curious to try it out, but. 
I live in Texas, so I've spent my entire life avoiding being hot. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of sitting in a hot room on just purpose, like yeah, and I even like at Austin Bouldering Project, they have a sauna, and I just like a couple of times I've just like and I've like poked my I'm like no, no, it's just like I've spent my whole life trying to not be hot, and I, it's summer right now, and just no, it just sounds terrible. I don't, Maybe I'll feel different if I tried it once. But I don't want to be. Uh I don't want to be judgmental or make a generalization mm-hmm. here, but the sauna at a place mainly frequented by hipsters. <laughs> Not very hot. I will never, ever go into that. Because oh, oh. it's full of because herpes. Because it's fucking filthy, probably. <laughs> 100%. I don't think there's any amount of like solution or mm. bleach that you can put into that fucking place well, to especially it. if it's anti mic microbe yeah. <laughs> and it's a it's a bol- it's a bouldering gym so you know that they all have compromised immune systems from their vegan diets so mm. that you don't know what's growing in there God those knows. people are goddamn petri dishes they have no white blood cells left i'll say it right now you're probably <laughs> going to get a tapeworm or two yeah. just by At sitting least. there which which will help you lose weight i just feel like you know for a fact someone with dreadlocks has used that sauna mm-hmm. and that's like that's like when the ice caps melt and they're like, we've released bacteria from 10 million years ago that <laughs> we did not evolve to fight. That's exactly what that's like. There's yeah. some sort of strange bacteria from when they were three mm-hmm. in their hair. That's yes. jacked. Yeah. Fuck that. How hot does that one get? I have no idea. That's super 600 important. 600 degrees. Some, I, I know a guy who has one of those... Um, it does not get to 600 degrees. <laughs> just we keep an oven for human flesh. <laughs> your your, your actual your, risk. your actual oven doesn't get up to 600 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Like what at 500 An it just burns off for everything. Human flesh. They have <laughs> the A in like, ABC stands for Aryan Bouldering Project. There you go, dude. Uh, how far? <laughs> that's real fucked up. Actually, <laughs> I was gonna say if you. Start a sauna company with the brand name Auschwitz. No, 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 Usually Chase doesn't do that. That's great. Wow, we've really oh, ruined you. That's man. terrible. Kyle, that you awful. did this. What you I, did this. I know. I've slowly Chase, corrupted when Chase. When I first talked to Chase on the phone for, over like a little phone interview before we flew uh, him out, he was like this God-fearing... <laughs> young virginian virgin west virginian west virginian who uh uh just had just was wide-eyed and excited and now he just made a joke about making a sauna company called auschwitz saunas i don't think that's a joke i think that's a really good brand hashtag cancel sam hashtag problematic we're now problematic i don't think anyone's ever canceled anything over some anti-semitism no no, this is true it was it succeeded for a very long time (laughs) he's true walking around free but he made lethal weapon okay and we haven't made lethal weapon yet so we have to we have to we did make the nose torque mile which is is of same or equal value this is true it was very very popular we were just actually we were just talking the other day about the nose torque mile video and how it was the perfect representation of how guys plan things because we all showed up knowing that we were going to spend multiple hours on a track running in 100 degree weather and none of us brought water like we brought our own like water bottles like filled up like we were going to the gym but no food drinks Water. I didn't even anything. bring that. I brought coffee. coffee. Yeah, we in bought in a fucking yes. in a, not even a fancy Yeti, a less fancy coffee container. 
Yes. I almost ate trash banana, guys. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so fucking that depleted that I was willing to eat a banana that I thought was fine, but you guys told me afterwards that was like I threw those horrible. away, then got them back out for the gags. Yeah. Yeah. Chase had, Chase had tossed banana. them. No, no. Cliff had tossed them. Cliff had tossed them. Oh, yeah. We pulled them for a gag, and I was like, oh, fucking perfect. I, a banana. Like, I could mm. use some... <laughs> potassium right now it's very warm i'm very depleted <laughs> yeah i think we all went there with the expectation like this is only going to take an hour yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's or uh, it's like the expectation of generally one person prepares something right i'm sure someone thought to bring water or something yeah. and we showed up there and it's like all right guys snort more of this ammonia and then run around this track again and hundred of others like i could just i could use a sip of water and no nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> Oh, you could go in that shitty bathroom and just suck water out of the sink. No, that also doesn't work, as it turns out. Okay, cool, good. All right, I'll just keep running around this track then I was, in 100-degree weather. I, I just remember I was uh, taking shelter in the shade while you guys were running. <laughs> <and I> just <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't include Chase in, in the run. No, yeah, yeah. I, well, it wasn't part of the deal, man. Yeah. I was just the host. That's true, he was a host at the time. Host. That's a good point. That's a good point. An old DK. D, uh, old decal was there hosting as well. See, really, it's Daniel's fault. Daniel should have brought water. Sound boy. Daniel trying to fucking produce. Boy. If he's going to produce, he should produce some goddamn water, <laughs> Daniel. Come on, produce me a goddamn Gatorade, you piece of shit. Come on, Daniel. <laughs> oh, produce, produce some fucking Blue Frost Gatorade for me right That's now, a free Daniel. Free read for Gatorade right That's there. Right. The official sports recovery drink. Yes. I just recently threw away all the rest of the um, Full Metal Jacked, by the way. Wow. Oh, really? You didn't even <laughs> set on fire or anything? I don't know why I kept it this long. You didn't take one. quickly drink four scoops at the same time just for old time's sake? No. <laughs> no. Well, you, did you at least save the container? I don't think so. Kate, oh, did man. we save the container? I think we tossed it. <laughs> so the fire is a Mordor. No. Yeah, no, we I, it's all right. It. I don't think. I think if you saved it, There's it no would value. just be thrown away later. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just another thing. thing to throw away. This is true. A couple weeks from now. Yeah. So yeah, it's gone. Thank God. Thank that God. part of my life, that that era of my life, the yeah. the couple years following the just poisoning by Dick shitty. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. Your Thank Dick's God. Gone? Oh, yeah, full yeah. Metal Jack's Both gone. my dick and Full Metal Jacked are gone. Mm. I think neither of those things have been used since no. I had four scoops <laughs> of full metal jacks. No. As it turns out, when you poison yourself with too much of a chemical, you feel bad for a while afterwards. I, I can 100% guarantee you that I would have tested positive for something, something after terrible. taking mm-hmm. that fucking free workout. So you definitely tested positive for clenbuterol for at least six months I would months have tested positive for everything. I don't even know what it could have possibly been but there's no way that that product is clean enough that you can take four scoops of it and oh, come oh out for clean sure the like I, i'm sure you would have test, tested positive for like monsanto fertilizer <laughs> if in <laughs> fact like someone had tested because who knows what was in whatever kind of cheap asian company provided the basic chemicals that went into whatever supplement it is not that i'm going to say anything negative about any particular name brands but it's a fucking crapshoot when you find that stuff online. So I think at this point, we're all going to live a few years shorter thanks to mm-hmm. that ridiculous stunt. Yeah, but it turns out the reasons our dicks stopped working for a little while was because of the prostate damage and the slowly developing tumors that we're all going to yes. die from <laughs> five years. We all don't know about it because we just don't get that shit checked because yeah. we're too young. And the doctor would be like, whoa, you have a 
giant fucking tumor on yeah. your prostate. That shouldn't be in a man who's like uh, under thirty. But I yeah. have faith. I have faith. In a year or two, my dick will start working again. I don't. I think so. Yeah. It was good to take a break. Maybe so. eventually. It simplified faith. my life. Plus, I mean, uh, I don't have to. I didn't you know. take any. So I mean, it's not <laughs> my. It's usually not my doctor that's checking my prostate. Yes. So <laughs> should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's that guy in the sauna at Austin Bouldering Project. <laughs> you know, the guy with the dreadlocks. <laughs> He's super nice. The long fingernails and the dreadlocks. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prostate Perry. <laughs> he was telling me that I can still build muscle on a vegan diet, and I believe him. Is anyway. it Prostate Perry MD? No. No, it's a PhD. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a different type of doctor. <laughs> I call him Dr. Patchouli. <laughs> <laughs> He's Italian, I think. <laughs> Let's build a statue of Kyle. Coffee is a gift Double from God. Double fisting cold burst. I'm telling you, all you need is just black coffee, water, and, you know, a bunch of other food and minerals and nutrients, and you can just pretty much survive on that. So that's from me to you. <laughs> that's the best nutrition plan ever. <laughs> and in little font. And a bunch of and other bunch food of and other minerals. Shit. Man, Stan Efferding's vertical diet ain't got I nothing know. on that. He sells that PDF for a hundred bucks. You Listen, could guys. sell that PDF saying just that for at least at least one. Listen, guys, all I need are some basic measurements. I need your waistline, your chestline, your height, your weight, and your inseam, and then I will be able to create for you a bespoke diet and exercise plan the using my suit. patented template. Spoilers: the vertical diet PDF is just. 40 pages of just high-fat foods and, and, and ribeye and, mm. and, and chicken with extra fat added to it. And then on the last page, uh, page 41, it says exogenous testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> you, drip, you drip that over every meal. Yes. And uh, if you it just fucking works, I'll tell you that. The important thing is finding – the important thing is – this is, this is important. There's a lot of people, they go for the chicken breast. You want to go for the chicken thigh because it has a better balance of fat to protein and – Soak it in test for like 24 <laughs> hours before uh, and then eat that. And that's yeah. really, you're going to get well, that's gains, important gains as fuck off that. Welcome to cooking with vertical. What, what's the guy's name from that? From Stan Efferding. Yeah. Welcome to cooking with Stan Efferding. Right yeah. now we got we're sauteing our chicken and testosterone. In yeah. fairness, so that's true of like every bodybuilder's uh, weird plan or diet. It's, it's like do all of these things and also have enough testosterone to kill a horse in you at any given time. And you, then your body's really going to be able to metabolize all of this protein that you're eating. How much test does a horse have? Oh, their balls are so huge, aren't they? I'm assuming they have big balls. They have huge dicks, but I don't horse, know about their, ho- their balls. balls. I've only ever seen their dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that this happened after the break. That's good. This is so good. You just do a clean cut. That's good. <laughs> Leave all of this out. This podcast is basically like we're all like on a road trip and we're all still waking up and we're all just idly having conversation as time is passing by. Like, yeah. Speaking of Morning, being on a huh? road trip, yeah, uh, let's go on a road trip. I've yeah. got a trip that I'm going on. We're not going to have an episode next week. LSD is, is the trip where that we're starting this. The story. That's right. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go, and over the next week, I'm going to visit two different CrossFit games, venues, qualified training 
camps. That was a very long sentence. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So I'm going to go hang out with uh, Sean Sweeney in Fallon, Nevada. Yeah. yeah. He and uh, the CrossFit Cowboy, the CrossFit Cowboy himself. He and a bunch of people are getting together this weekend for a uh, little games training camp. Nice. It's going to be great. going to be real nice. There's going to be lots of juicy content. Dude, he has been looking freakishly strong. Yeah, he's, mm. he's and looking he's good. And he's been showing off how large his hands are over the last year. Mm. They're massive. Have yeah. you seen him? He, so he can hook grip the collar of a barbell. The sleeve. Like the sleeve. Like the oh, sleeve part. He like can where the, he can hook part. grip like where the plates go on a barbell. Oh. And, I'm, and I'm not talking like just barely. Like I can just barely do it. He I, can do I bet it he's got a big old it. wiener too. Hold on. Uh, now if his now hands I need to see big. if I can do it. I've never even tried. Hold on, Chase. <laughs> hand you, size, hand size. Yeah, Dude, I, Cliff, I got, you I got, got it. Easily. I can do it. I can do it. I've never yeah. tried. Oh my god! I've yeah, always yeah. felt like I can't get a wide enough grip on the bar. You've been holding it too in the wrong outside, place. Outside, yeah. outside yeah. the collars. Okay. Every bar is a female bar to, to Cliff. I just realized that yeah. there's no bar that probably feels right in his hands, mm-hmm. including his own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle's feels good in his hands, though. Plenty. It's fine. Uh, so I'm gonna hang out with uh, with the Swain Star. Mm. And I don't know a couple other people. I, I can't remember who else is going to be there. I think some of his other training partners and his coach Jacob is gonna, are going to be there. Dude, um, got to play some magic. Oh yeah, I'm taking my I'm taking some um, jujitsu no gi stuff so we can we can wrestle. <laughs> we can do some uh, uh, Brazilian ground karate. If oh, someone yeah. wanted to see this kind of content, is there a place online they could go to to watch it? Fuck, I wasn't planning on taking my camera, <laughs> but. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I was just going. I was going to go. talk to you about. I think you could give just just a little bit more effort into the channel, like yeah. like like filming things and putting God. it on. No, guys, I'm going to go train. I'm he just asked me. He asked me to go train because yeah. I am a games That's level athlete. For. It would be a betrayal of his trust for me to bring a camera and create content. Well, that does that. That also ties into the second part of the trip because the big announcement I have is that I am an alternate on Mayhem's CrossFit Games yeah. team. Yeah. Oh so yeah. I'm going idea. from I'm going from Fallon, Nevada, to Cookville, to Tennessee. Yes. Where I'm going to be uh, auditioning for the role of <laughs> Rich's understudy mm-hmm. at the CrossFit Games. It's gonna be great. awesome. <laughs> hey, it's man. gonna be great. Speaking of understudy, you know what would be a really good like documentary is the study of all of Rich's partners. So like Hewitt, Hobart, and now Dre, mm. and just chronicling how fucking fit those people are and how they'll never ever get any respect. <laughs> I, I would just like to chronicle the psychological damage that has been done to all those people over the years training with Rich, having to lose consistently I think all the time. James Hobart's probably the one who got away healthiest the one psychologically. Away. Dude, that's the name of it. <laughs> that's <laughs> the name of the whole series. Uh, yeah, I was just watching uh, Rich training the other day. There was like some synchro box jump overs yeah. and uh, Dre is like like it is the exact same pattern. Yeah, he's like a mirror of Rich. It's a mirror. Yeah, he does. He does the same sort of like back step. He does the same arm swings. It's it's, it's really, really impressive. impressive. Yeah, yeah. We saw that at, at the Rogue Invitational when they were they were mirroring each other on those burpees really well, the burpee pull ups. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll be I'll be going um, from Fallon to Cookville. Oh shit, that was real. That's real. Yeah, oh. I'm actually going from Fallon <laughs> to You're Cookville. You're not going to be the alternate. I'm not actually no. auditioning. For but you actually are visiting role. Cookville. But I am actually visiting Cookville. I'm going to stay with Senior. It's going to be great. Awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I'll be. Does I'll, Rich know you're coming? Yes, he does. <laughs> he does know I'm coming. <laughs> hey, he I'm, coming. I'm hanging out with. I said I'm hanging out with your dad. 
Your dad. Actually, I actually, like a I fishing actually trip. set it up. Yeah, I actually just set up a, a relaxing fishing trip post Fourth of July with Senior. And if I just happen to, to run fuck into, with Rich, if I happen to run into Junior, I guess that's cool. But I don't really care. No one is doing that content. That would be yeah. incredible. You just see who like the hell Matt is this guy? Tia, uh, Rich in the background. Yo, Senior, let's hit the fucking lake. This is bullshit. <laughs> so is this all they're gonna do all day? Just crossfit uh, <laughs> let's go shoot some shit <laughs> absolutely fucking it's just like a lot of footage of you just hanging out with senior and then like over like a mile away on the ridge you just zoom in and you can just see fitness <laughs> happening it's like oh man out of focus <laughs> looks like rich rich is doing some hill runs over there anyway back Boom, to fishing boring. there goes another another propane can crack me a up. can <laughs> let's do this senior uh yeah so uh yeah i'm gonna in cookville i'm gonna spend some time in, in cookville with rich this is gonna be great sick I'm looking forward to that love it can you do the one key move i really want to see Uh-oh. that's uh from uh van damme's hard target there where uh he uh kicks a gasoline can half yes. full into the air yes. towards the bad guys and then shoots it with a shotgun yes. in midair so that blows a bunch of them up. I think now you can put dummies for the bad guys, but I think the sh- the kick and the shotgun blast can be done somewhere on Rich's ranch yeah. and pulled off successfully. Yeah. Also, and you know what? He also had a pretty sick mullet in that movie. And you have a sick mullet. I do have a sick mullet. Mm. And I am approximately as bendy as Van Damme was. Exactly. You can do the splits, full splits right now on camera. Go. Yep. There was. Go. Do it. There was. Done. Super sick. And shit. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So. uh, Fatality. (laughs) (laughs) Self fatality. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. I have no idea what to expect other than it's going to be a good time just hanging out and, uh, you know, probably lifting some stuff and getting really sweaty. That's fucking, that is awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, um, yeah, dude. The last time I was in Fallon was like right when I started the channel. It was probably like within three weeks or four weeks of mm-hmm. starting the channel. And it was right before the games last year. Um, and I got some really cool stuff with Sean. And it, it didn't get a lot of traction because nobody was looking for the CrossFit yeah, Cowboy yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. So I think now uh, his stock is a little bit bigger. My stock is a little bit bigger. Yeah, Together, our stocks. stocks yeah. We're, our our stock stock. Our, our stocks are going to become stonks. <laughs> and then you could use that stock to make a soup, a Laird Hamilton soup. Yeah, that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what to expect. I literally just reached out to Rich. Like we've been talking a lot this season. Uh, a lot more than usual and i was like hey is there literally any time between the, before, <laughs> between the last sanctional and the start of the crossfit games listen rich whose available? dick do i have to suck to get onto that goddamn ranch yeah i can't reveal the answer to that question <laughs> there is an answer to that question and yeah. it's not who you think i can't reveal it's the surprising answer to that question. it's rich burning junior junior which is actually their horse <laughs> it's which has Anthony no coco <laughs> It's yeah. Anthony DeCoco. Yeah, like the it's cool. it's going to be sick. I'm really looking forward to it. So that content is going to be like trickling out basically between now and the CrossFit Games. I'm hoping because <laughs> here's the deal. and I can't not laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the, strange, the strange thing is that my trip, my travel doesn't really loosen up because I'm only back for about a week. And then Katie and I are going to uh, Greece and Armenia for two weeks 
directly before the CrossFit game. So I'm going straight mm. from Armenia mm. to Madison. Sweet. Which means that I'm basically going to try and get connecting with your heritage that's right are you gonna like 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 do authentic armenian things absolutely are you gonna take pictures of it he's gonna see the pictures man of the earth in armenia are you gonna find a turk and punch him yeah please do that's that's those turks (laughs) (laughs) they have big noses they can break easily yeah Yeah. take them down yeah Uh, are are you going to do any armenian fitness content while you're there if i can yeah that'd be great uh as far as i know there's no official affiliate in armenia you could while you're there, start an affiliate, win something, and then go to the CrossFit Games. Yeah, that's the reason... Armin could not win for the Armenians. I'm here to report that. Yeah, that's <laughs> very true. Although, I don't well, know if Tyler has, a, has an Armenian uh, passport. Visa, yeah. I don't either, but I know that there's someone out there that does that's probably really fucking fit. Yeah. yeah. Isn't the Armenian nation an Armenian who lives anywhere? You don't need to be in Armenia. It's the, it's the broader uh, Armenian nation. No, that's yeah, what he's saying, is that he can't yeah. beat the ones that live in Los Angeles. Exactly. He can't beat the ones that live in L.A. either. Classically, <laughs> living in Armenia is the most detrimental thing you can do as an Armenian. Yes. Don't, Maybe. Don't well. no. Hey, man, what do you have stuck in your hair, Bo? What Listen, I was <laughs> chewing gum earlier, and then I fell asleep. Oh, the dog. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Ooh, I just, just pulled out rip of his hair. out his hair. He's fine. Anyway, uh, I think it's like mud. Maybe it's probably mud. Mm-hmm. Bowie gets dread. Oh no, they're burrs. Bowie gets dreadlocks. That's sick. And they get they get so dready that you can literally just pick them right off. Bowie his is in that sauna. <laughs> <laughs> just F- <laughs> uh, Bowie. Bowie is Doctor Patchouli. <laughs> That's his new name. <laughs> Bowie is also the one checking my prostate. Yes. So it's pr- it all comes back together. That's it. You hear that, Bowie? That's your new name, Dr. Patchouli. <laughs> Full paw. Okay. Uh, you feel okay right here. Maybe a little. <laughs> uh, new growth, maybe you need to see doctor. Anyway. Um, it's like, hey, um, Dr. Patchouli, uh, it hurts when I do this. Then don't do that. But um bum. <laughs> nice. Hey, hey, Dr. Pajuli, uh, will I still be able to play the violin? I don't see why not. Oh, well, that's great. I could never play the violin before. These are a lot of old doctor jokes. <laughs> they're just funnier with Bowie's voice. <laughs> they are funnier with Bowie's voice. Yes. And they're not funny. Yeah. Which makes me think that maybe before they definitely weren't yeah. funny. So sure. I'll be traveling a fuck ton between now and the CrossFit Games. Sick. Uh, be- literally between today and middle of August, like getting back from the Games, which is like five weeks from now, I will spend... Eight days in Austin, so there's going to be a quite a bit of road warrior esque, yeah. you know. So either I'm going to get to the games and I'm going to be like fucking shredded because I've been like running yeah. Grecian or steps, just be full of pistachios. or I'm going to be fat as fuck <laughs> to I, get I think to the games and be like puffy and swollen and can't fit in any of my clothes. Straight uh, uh, it's like, uh, ugh. Just uh, full of fitness. <laughs> just full of Turkish food. Bring me Armin, I, th- I think your goal on this trip is to be a real road warrior, get in such good shape that you can go to the CrossFit Games wearing a Speedo and a hockey mask as your only costume, like uh, Lord Humongous in yeah. The Road Warrior. Fuck who yeah. is the, uh, just the, walk away. Just walk away. Yep, that that should be your ideal, your fitness ideal. Unfortunately, he was really pale. You're a bit tan. You need to just not spend any time in the sun for the next two weeks. That's going to be difficult to do when when I'm literally in Greece to specifically do that to spend Uh-oh. time in the sun. Mm-hmm. Got to gotta, gotta carry around an umbrella. Got to yeah. carry around an umbrella. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. You know what? For the pod. For the pod. For the pod. How funny would it be with you at the games wearing the hockey mask and a speedo? That would be hilarious. You should plan everything around that. Yeah. 
instead of looking like Lord Lord Humongous, I'm gonna look more like Jabba the Hutt's like Rancor trainer, the fat yes. guy in like oh, the yeah. leather sex uh, strap. He's like yeah. tits are like stuck in between the big yeah, yeah. leather X, and yeah. he's like. They kill my baby after the Rancor gets mm. killed. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't even have a line. He just uh, cries. You just cries. see the look. You see the look. You see the cry. I cried when that <laughs> happened as moment. a kid. That's that's what really got to me. Yeah, because his friends come to console him. They're like, exactly. it's okay, fun buddy. Part, fun fact, that fat guy actually is Lord Humongous. He just went on the vertical diet, and he just got all fucking, <laughs> yeah. fucking jacked up yeah. on uh, chicken thighs that were soaked in tea, and that that's what happens. That the problem it. is it destroyed his face, I rather so he has to wear that mask. E- either way, whatever whatever happens, I want you to go one or, one or the other extreme. Either get so road warrior that you're gaunt and like people are worried about your well-being, yeah. or get so fat that everybody's worried about your well-being. Yes. Either way, that's, that's I already have good. I already have enough people on my YouTube with comments like you should fucking work out. <laughs> you fucking fat piece of shit. <laughs> Why are you telling me about CrossFit? You only look you only look like you work out and shit. Uh, I you should All right, that's, that's that, that, right. More of that. New kind of new kind of content, new kind of content. Every time you get a comment like that, seriously respond and say, "All right, Cool. Uh, I would like to do a piece of content with you where you and I do a wad side by side and we'll see who's fitter. That'd be sick. It's balls in your court, commenter. Yeah, balls in your court, Matthew Frazer. (laughs) (laughs) Noah Olson. What kind of stupid name is that? Build a boat, Noah. Jakob Hefner. (laughs) Build a boat. (laughs) Strong. Strong. I made a joke based on your biblical name. Yeah. Job. Job. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Go suffer out in the sun and everything around you dies. Not many, not many kids named Job, oddly enough. I guess they don't uh, wish that future on their children. No. Mm. Job is your member just as the one who got shit kicked out of him by God just yeah. for a bit with he was, the devil. Yeah. He was yep. the victim between a game of, of uh, bullshit between the devil and Jesus. Yep. But loosely, aren't adapted we all? As, loosely adapted as a serious man a by, serious the, man uh, by the Coen brothers. There you go. Um, but... Something important has happened, finally, uh, this week. Uh, we are now have all four listened to that Bob Lazar podcast uh-huh. on Joe Rogan. <laughs> which is, so it's weird, because we all now know that UFOs are real. So after last week's podcast, I mentioned that yeah. I thought it was it was a pretty entertaining podcast to listen to. Yes. Yeah. Chase wasn't, wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah. I'm curious what your thoughts were. Man, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's I, a freaky thing. I really, 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 really wanted to be able to easily dismiss everything the guy said prior to him saying it. More and than after, that, I think I assumed going in I that ass- I was going to be 100% able to dismiss everything. I assume because I'm super smart and because, uh, because I'm super smart and I know how things are, I know there aren't <laughs> UFOs, and I know I have a good enough bullshit detector to detect the obvious lies in this that you, you peasants just weren't able to detect. Just no yep. offense, you guys, but I, I should have been able to do it. Oddly enough, I listened to the whole thing, and it's like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> am I am I the dumb one for not believing in UFOs now? <laughs> and, but that's the fun. The, the weird thing about it is that 
what's really obvious when you listen to that podcast, and for those of you who don't know, Bob Lazar is a guy who became famous in the 80s for coming out and claiming he worked at Area 51 and saw UFOs and all sorts of shit. And then uh, if he is to be believed, his life has sort of been ruined since then, uh, not just because he claimed that there were UFOs, but according to him, the government has erased his birth certificate and a bunch of other provable things as retribution for him telling all of these secrets, yada, yada, yada. So he was finally on Joe Rogan, and he tells all of these things. Longest time he's talked on camera in, a, I guess, a long time because there's a new Netflix documentary coming out. And honestly, after listening to it, it's obvious that that guy, Bob Lazar, believes what he is saying. Absolutely like He does, does. not come off in any way he doesn't give away any tells of a guy who's bullshitting who's doing so it's one of those interesting things where you have to kind of unpack i'm assuming that ufos aren't real but i also have to then wonder what the hell experience did that guy go through that because it's like it could have been any number of things him coming in and being asked to see if he could reverse engineer a really advanced piece of technology to see if the Russians would be able to reverse engineer it and then thinking it was UFOs or whatever. But I came away with the distinct impression that this guy really did work on something super secret and then really did, because he's kind of an unstable person, start talking about it. And, then, and that's the impression I got. But then it's really hard to reconcile everything he describes in detail that sounds... Not like a guy who's made. I know he just comes off with a sense of authenticity. That in so that's the real problem that I have coming out of that podcast. Is I'm like, what is the reality that led to this guy genuinely believing that he worked on UFOs and stuff, or maybe they're UFOs? I've got to say that uh, Katie and I tried to watch that documentary. Oh yeah, it is god awful. Oh, oh no. it is really, was, oh, really damn. bad. That's and, what I was kind of. Saying. And Jeremy Corbell when you, he chimed in wasn't didn't seem that on top. Of I, I was going to tell you exactly uh, everything that you witnessed during the podcast of this guy uh-huh. Jeremy Corbell is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. The filmmaker. Every time he would interject, it was just like shut the fuck up. Yeah. You oh are, well, that's the thing is we were we immediately thought well we got to watch the documentary and then I watched it and. <laughs> Or should I watch the trailer? And uh, the unfortunately, Cliff and I are media professionals. Uh, it was about a three-plus-minute, clearly self-cut trailer that was not cut by a professional house. And it was like, and where you could see the gap. And it was clearly the filmmaker who cut it or just some amateurish editor who cut it. And it was like you could clearly see the gap between the trailer that they were trying to make for the film, which is something that felt very a bit avant-garde and boundary pushing and a little bit abstract with what the kind of amateurish execution of the trailer itself, which kind of looks like a best attempt at doing that kind of trailer. We cut a lot of trailers. It just happens to be something that Cliff and I are very, very good at. We cut a lot of trailers for documentaries specifically, and it just was so amateurishly done, the trailer, that it immediately like killed my enthusiasm to see the movie. The documentary is awful. Yeah, okay. We made it 10 minutes in, and wow. we could not even... We were just like, this is fucking awful, because it starts... Off, it, the entire thing is... Yeah about him it's yeah. not even about it's oh no that was the other it's, it's like I, I literally called it about out. him about i literally right. called it out during him the trailer who? jeremy corbell yeah. oh. i literally called it out when we were watching it it's like you see like a shot of him on the phone i'm like oh good he put himself in the documentary not only does he put himself in the documentary he starts the documentary off yeah. before by the way the the you know like the, every production every producer or production house or whatever yeah. has their little like badge on it yeah, right yeah. so before the title screen even starts his little badge is like a two minute long two minute long thing of him walking in uh walking in the desert 
away from the camera where the sky is like superimposed with like, like him, the galaxy. The filmmaker? Yep. Oh. And then there's like a big version of him that's superimposed walking past the mountains and then like his face that's like the sun and it's like you're entering the extraordinary place. And I was like, what? <sighs> and then it goes presented by the extraordinary place. And then there was another one of those producers screens. I was like, what are you doing? This hasn't even Wait, this started. Was production company identification. Yeah, like, like it was logo? like a 90 second or two minute long video of him walking in the desert, superimposed across the oh, sky. Oh, I need to I see this. Like, what the hell is going on right um, now? Uh, now I have to see it. And uh. then the first like five minutes of the documentary is him with dramatic like red lighting and uh, very close-up shots of cell phones it's him coordinating yeah. a conversation between himself and bob, bob lazar. lazar and uh, yeah. uh nap the the journalist yeah it's not there's no storytelling involved in what's yeah, happening yeah. it's literally just shots of him looking concerned while texting answering text well, messages and, and just to let you like that was a whole like sort of coming out of um you know the whole michael uh michael moore era of documentary filmmaking it became this because uh, a documentaries are cheap to make you know uh it they uh and it all of a sudden post michael moore became a thing where if you're a filmmaker you can make a documentary and you can put yourself at the center of the documentary and make you yourself the star as the director of the documentary and therefore turn yourself into a celebrity and so a lot of people jumped onto that bandwagon famously uh morgan spurlock did with supersize me and while morgan spurlock michael moore are the most successful examples of that as people who were attending film festivals back then during that period the just deluge of just opportunistic shitty documentary filmmakers who whatever the subject was maybe they found an interesting subject would just torture the subject into something that was personally relevant to their journey so that they could justify making themselves the star of their own documentary it's like i'm making this documentary about a youtube video that was really important to me instead of really fixating though on the character at the center of that youtube video it's going to be about me and my personal obsession with that man and seeking him out and finding him and profiling him huh. and it was just again it, it sort of in a way was a pre like it sort of was a prologue to a lot of the youtuber culture we yeah. see now of just per people making it putting themselves at the center but it has kind of waned it's not as prevalent in documentary usually because the whole idea of the documentary filmmaker putting himself at the center of his documentary has since kind of become a something to, to laugh at it's sort of a thing that it's like oh well, it's, he's al it's already being heavily parodied in the latest season of documentary now yes. there's a whole fred armison yes. episode where, exactly yeah fred, fred armison starring episode where he's starring as a doc as a documentary filmmaker who's going to seek out gary larson the far side you know animator guy yes uh because of the real personal journey that gary larson has meant to him and of course spoiler alert in the fake documentary he never meets gary larson or anything it's yes. just an excuse to make a thing about himself and it, it, it's it, very well parodied it's entirely there. a parody of specifically this thing of a guy who it's a documentary of gary larson gary larson's not in it and it's all about fred armison just really just just whacking off and making it all about his own drama and you That's see awesome. in the thing and that really was a big problem in documentary for yeah. several years for about a decade and so it's funny to see someone still playing oh, he, that card about I, a decade too I late i honestly could not make it through that first point. i was yeah, like yeah. i'm really interested in this topic this yeah. podcast sold me on this documentary i'm willing to grip through 
a bunch of really shitty documentary uh-huh. making to in order to get to the juice here. And then you weren't couldn't watch and it. And I could not grit through it. it. I knew that it wasn't gonna be good. I knew that I had to grit through it and I still couldn't make it through. Damn. Damn. It was brutal. It was really brutal. Huh. Just I, yeah. That podcast did get better towards the end. Yeah it did. Um I still I still think he's full of shit. I don't think he's full of shit. I think uh I think he just made a lie and then yeah. now he's just like Thirty years later, like riding in that's, that. That's that's a really interesting thing. Is <clears throat> that 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 he talks about in the thing, and this is one of the big things that kind of gets my head going. And that is, he talks about the fact that here's the sequence of events. In short, he's he gets invited in to go work at this thing, but you don't go in like nine to five. He says he's called in at odd hours to just sort of go in, work for a few hours, told very little, and then come back. Yep. And he claims that. In going in at odd hours, his wife began, but he could never talk about what he was working on because it was top secret. His wife began to suspect he was having an affair, and therefore she began to have an affair as well. And because he was being monitored by the government, who had tapped his phones, they stopped asking him to come back in because you cannot have an unstable home life because it means you could be compromised into a position where you give up shit or something. Anyway, and as a result of that, he began to get paranoid that he was being cut out of the project and was potentially his life was in danger and so started telling other people to protect himself. I see an alternate sequence of events wherein Bob Lazar was working at a uh, some sort of secret facility and would leave his home at odd hours to go fuck some lady. <laughs> um, his wife correctly assessed that he was trying to fuck some lady and started fucking some guy. He, in an attempt to cover up the fact that he was fucking some lady and save his marriage, began to claim to her that he was actually leaving to work on a top-secret UFO project. It did not work. (laughs) Um, And because his marriage continued to fall apart, all he could do to try and prove to his wife just how serious he was about this UFO project was to call a local news affiliate in uh, New Mexico or wherever and start claiming that he really was working on UFOs all in an elaborate attempt to become a minor celebrity for this UFO thing, thereby validating his lie and thereby winning back his wife. And it didn't work. And now he has continued to commit to this lie ever since then. And in fact, he has been the victim of retribution from the government, but not because he worked on UFOs, but because, like an idiot, he started saying a bunch of ridiculous things that have caused them a lot of trouble since then, and that's why he has uh, been audited for all of these years, because he was just trying to fuck around, and then he overcommitted to a lie for 30 years. Alternate sequence of events, guys. That's the documentary right there. That's the documentary I want to see. Overcommitted. Yes. <laughs> Occam's Razor says that's probably the correct one. As absurd, that's the important thing I was saying to Clip. As absurd as any conspiracy theory you can co- invent, like one of them being, what if the government decided that they wanted people to think that UFOs were existing for some reason, and so created an elaborate piece of performance art for an audience of one that was Bob Lazar, some guy they brought in, used special effects to convince him that he was working on UFO and pushed him back out in the world to start saying crazy shit. Now, as absurd as that theory is, it's still more likely by a hundred orders of magnitude than there are UFOs, (laughs) they exist in New Mexico, Bob Lazar worked on them, and blah, 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 blah. So as absurd as any of these conspiracy theories are, they're still more likely than there are UFOs. All right. Well, I guess that's about it. <laughs> oh, why are you why are you so depressed? Arnie? I'm not you depressed. Need to end, on a, end on a happy note. That's a happy man, note. You can you can believe it if you want. I just know that 
I want to believe that there there are UFO, UFOs out there. I feel like I've seen one in my lifetime, yeah. and I still am not buying that dude. Let's shit. elaborate. Let's talk more Wait, about that second. immediately. How <laughs> yeah, about we dive into that story? <laughs> I was going to end this podcast, and then and then Chase is like, anyway. So I also saw a UFO. All right, you at Chase five hundred four on social media. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys don't have moments where you've thought you've seen seen something like that, like no. in the night sky. Or no, I've, I've seen satellites and the space station in the night yeah, sky, yeah. but no, nothing like a UFO. All right, man. So I'll I'll do my best to explain this to you. Yes, please do, and make shit up, please. <laughs> make it more. Interesting. I, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. No, uh, and whether no. it's oh, <laughs> you can trust my shit vision or not. Uh, all right, so my uncle, uh, who uh, I was super close to growing up, really, really like believed in UFOs, and I was always kind of like a skeptic. But he would listen to like Coast to Coast and like uh, people he knew like about Bob Lazar. I'm assuming he mm-hmm. probably knew about him. Uh, anyways, super into aliens, believed that they existed. I was like, mm, I, don't, I don't buy that shit. But uh, I had just graduated high school. I was like, it was the summer before going to college, and uh, we were we were. Uh, playing video games like xbox live mm-hmm. online and he's at his house mm-hmm. i'm at my house and uh we like get up to take a break and i like go to the pisser and i guess he goes outside mm-hmm. and he's just like comes back he gets on the mic he's like hey hey you gotta like go outside right now uh-huh. like right right now and look up and see if you see the same shit that <laughs> i'm seeing and i was like that's fucking stupid it's late first and foremost uh-huh. and it's cold in west virginia i like like in the in the evenings mm. i was like i don't, I don't want to go outside and uh so i do i do go outside yeah and i look up into the sky and uh it's pretty fucking dark mm. but there is an object like of geometric design and it has like red points so i'm just like at first i'm like that's definitely like a plane or a uh-huh. satellite or something but then like the lights will just like bloop like disappear like flash on and off uh-huh. and then it looks as if this geometric pattern is like folding in on itself and then moving that way so it's like uh think of like triangles and squares and shit just like folding and unfolding and then folding and then unfolding as it moves <laughs> i I'm, mean i'm i could picture that i i'm, I, I'm look i'm looking at this and i was just like i, I was Chase like is 100 seen a ufo <laughs> <laughs> i'm like huh I, because i feel like if i saw that in the sky i would just go <laughs> just run away. Well, that's, yeah, like I couldn't, I I couldn't explain it, but I also was just like, ah, probably just like seeing shit. But he's also seeing this shit, right? And uh, that was it, man. I mean, I know. believe you, Chase. <laughs> I believe all chases. Um, so when you say that you saw geometric patterns unfolding in the sky, could you see them with well-defined edges or anything like that, or was it just a series of okay, colors so, and things? So it looks like. Uh, like they looked almost like the same color as the mm-hmm. sky, but you can see the borders of the shapes. So they're like black and smoky, mm. kind of like how the sky is, like the night sky. Yeah. But they have like occasionally red points. Interesting. Right? Like red lit up points, but yes. they were like flashing inconsistent. It just didn't move like anything I had like seen, except maybe like in video games. Nice. And was it just kind of sort of hanging out up there for a while? Was yeah. It moving across the sky. It didn't like go anywhere it wouldn't go like, anywhere it was just sitting it, up there but it like it's moving but like really slowly now let me ask you this did your uncle who was super in uncle right who was super into ufos did he become obsessed with ufos because of frequent ufo activity in the west virginia area i'm uh, wondering is west virginia a hotbed for alien visitation you know 
I don't, I don't know why he was like a fanatic. Yeah. I think he just wanted to believe that there was other shit out there. Yes. Well, was that the first time he'd seen some shit, or had he talked about seeing other shit at all? I, I think that's the first time he legit saw like a craft. He, mm. I mean, we, you see like shooting stars and freaky shit in the sky like all the time in West Virginia because it's just, I don't know. West it's Virginia. dark and there's fucking it's dark. Sky. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think he'd ever seen like a craft like that before. Interesting. Yeah. If it's a craft. And here's the thing, Kyle. Yes. In your thing of whatever crazy conspiracy I have, yeah. or uh, I can come up with, it's still, you know, two orders of magnitude or a hundred orders of magnitude more likely than aliens. Yes. The problem is with the phrase "more likely." Yes. Because here is the li- how the likelihood of aliens is calculated. I believe it's called the Drake equation. It is the Drake equation is a so-called scientific equation calculating the probability of aliens existing. And it's like the prob okay number of stars in the galaxy, number of uh, s- uh, stars with planets, number of stars with planets with uh, life, number of stars with planets with life which develop uh, intelligence. You know rate at which they develop intelligence. Blah blah blah. It's just all these numbers kind of added together to equal you know likelihood of aliens. Problem is every single one of those variables, all of them. Every single one of them is totally unknown. Totally unknown, totally unknown. So the probability of aliens, the actual scientifically calculated probability, is either anything to 100% and super obvious probability or one in a quadrillion. Why? Because we have no actual data about the likelihood of aliens. Mm-hmm. So to, to make a statement of, uh, you know, okay, whatever crazy conspiracy you can come up with, it's way more likely that mm-hmm. than aliens more likely, has no scientific basis actually. We don't actually have any basis for calculating the likelihood or unlikelihood So you're saying that the, uh, the universe could either be have no aliens in it or just be fucking riddled, yeah, teeming exactly. with aliens it could be we that, don't know. It could be that, yeah, life developed on Mars, and yes, yeah, civilizations developed on Mars. Yeah. Everywhere where there's life, in Europa too, and every other planet that has life obviously develops life and aliens real super quick. Or it could be that not only has no life, de- or has no intelligence developed anywhere, it could be that l- the thing we call life is so unlikely it has only happened once here on Earth, now, the only time ever in the universe. That's as unlikely as it could be, but we still don't have any data to say either way. That could be the case, or the other thing could be the case. We literally have no basis for judging which yes. one is more likely. However, however, the reason that the, uh, the, the, the uh, fact that we don't have any data for basis in the Drake equation doesn't necessarily apply to the lack, uh, to the kind of applying Occam's razor to the Bob Lazar situation specifically is because we're not actually basing my the estimations of likelihood on whether or not aliens do exist or even have visited the Earth, but instead we're making a probabilistic estimation about whether or not, given the fact that no one on planet Earth really thinks that aliens exist, could a bunch of people in New Mexico encounter and be exposed to UFOs and absolute confirmation that UFOs exist, we're not alone in this universe, and that there are aliens and here are some of their spaceships, and that information not seep out into the population because this earth-shattering information not seep out into the popular consciousness in a way that would enable it to confirm it. But the counterpoint is, Kyle... It has stepped out into popular consciousness Possibly, a bunch, but, but it's just been, you know, by government efforts or whatever, just been shoved into the crazy that box. For me, that, for me, knowing nothing about aliens, but knowing a lot about how the world works <laughs> and realizing that 
if eight people know something, it's it's not uh, to quote a terrible season of Game of Thrones. It's no longer a secret. It's information. If there's an entire facility, as Bob Lazar describes it, with thousands of technicians and security guards and all sorts of people being exposed to levitating disks and alien technology, then I would say it is highly likely that a very significant portion of those people, given the breadth of decades since then to, to talk about it, would at least confide it, some aspect of it, to a loved one, and then among those loved ones, someone would confide it to someone else, and then it would seep out into the world in a bigger way than Bob Lazar claiming and screaming, I saw UFOs, and a chorus of exactly zero people stepping up and saying, he's right. Um, so Very who knows? true. Uh, but for me, it's not a question of the probability of the existence of aliens or not in the universe. It's a question of could this, even if it were made up, could a bunch of people be absolutely convinced that UFOs exist and it not explode out eventually into the pop consciousness? I don't know. Yep. But that's really and the again, my, yeah. The only major counterpoint to that is we're loaded with nonstop mm-hmm. info about UFOs constantly in the culture. Yep. It all just keeps getting shoved into the corner it's of the, anyone who does that is just simply crazy. It's like why? Bob Lazar came out, saw it, you know, said it very clearly. But he could he could easily be dismissed as it's, crazy. It's the men in black. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a secret. The so men in black are neuralizing everybody, and they're keeping it a secret. Mm-hmm. What's crazier, flat Earth society or UFOs? Well, flat Earth. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Are you well, fucking nuts? Because we have evidence about dog. the shape of the Earth. So now we have at least a hierarchy of garbage, right? Yes. Well, because <laughs> it, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yo, the Kraken's well, definitely he, real, yeah, though. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> Whether or not their uh, aliens have visited Earth, the fact that there, are, there could be aliens and that they could have visited Earth exists within the possibilities of reality. The flat Earth thing doesn't. That's just <laughs> it. That's just... That's just it. Unless yeah. the men in black are also trying you to fucking, convince us that the Earth is round. Fucking globalist. Glo- fucking fuck rounder. Sphere, sphere shills. Yeah, you sphere shills. Shilling for big sphere. For big sphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Think I'm, of how much of a pain in the ass that would be if you're like, like, okay, flat Earth is real and you're a pilot. Mm. And like every time you're like on the precipice of the horizon, you gotta force close all the windows because <laughs> <laughs> you're because you just go around. So it's like a flat disc, and then when you get talking to the, to edge, the microphone, Chase, it's like a flat disc. And whenever you get to the edge of the horizon, you just go. You make a you make a hard right, yeah. yeah. And then you're on the other side of the earth where all the other mm. countries are. Oh, one more point to make on Bob Lazar before we drop him real quick is that if his story is true. Part of the reason he might be the only one who's come out is because Bob Lazar, if his story is true, everything he said is true, he's a bit of a douchebag. <laughs> because think about it. He's invited here to this very secret facility to work on super secret stuff. They make him promise secrecy and all that. Guys, this is very important. You don't let this out. He gets and spooked the, for like the, a second. He, spook, he gets spooked for like a second because they don't invite him back for a week. And then he immediately drives out to the test site with, in an RV with friends to go videotape the tests. And then when they catch him there... But then somehow let him go, you know, without too many bad consequences. He then immediately goes to the media and starts talking about it. It's like, if I were running a secret UFO program for the government and I keep inviting in scientists and make sure everything is nice and secret, it's like, fuck, we really fucked up by hiring this stupid, <laughs> crazy guy who immediately starts blabbing to everybody, you know, from the top. That's what we, fuck that guy. That's what we get for hiring the guy who built a rocket car and took it to work every day. <laughs> what if all the other scientists are like, 
yeah, you told me to keep it secret. I understand. I am going to keep it secret. This should be secret because, duh. <laughs> Fuck I, you, yeah. Bob Lazar. Come on. Yeah. Come on, it's, man. If the shit is really shit, is, is the real shit, you know, it, it's a good idea to keep it secret. I yeah. think the entire thing is a government setup, mm. and know. he's being allowed. He's being mildly punished by the yeah. government, and in order to make him feel like he's a martyr in this situation yeah, yeah, yeah. so that he continues telling people the truth. Yes. I'm not being like judgmental, but he doesn't talk. He didn't communicate like somebody that's intelligent enough to know how anti-gravity works. Why? He seems very bright to me. Like I, I don't, Elon I don't Musk doubt. talk, whenever Elon Musk uh, talks, I'm just like, what? What, what the fuck? Like this guy's <laughs> just on another, another realm. Lazar seemed very Bob Lazar. I'm like, this guy sounds like some dudes I've sat next to at a Globo gym. <laughs> I didn't think he sounded that. I didn't think he was that dim. No, he sounded like a, he sounded like a you know socially awkward scientist. I actually guy. really liked. He brought up an interesting point, which was not every species, if there are other alien species, would have to follow the combustion rules that we did, oh, where right. we went from like mechanical mm-hmm. uh, movement to combustion to you know, rocket ships and just mm-hmm. more combustion. He was like, you know, they, there could be people, that, there could be like a, a species that just evolves on a planet where the first mode of transport they come where up with is Where there's an abundance anti-gravity. of element 115 is yeah. specifically Stable, what they Stabilized element 115. Or, you know what I find actually more interesting and actually slightly more likely than aliens as an explanation for all slightly. this? Slightly more likely. Slightly more likely. Legit slightly more likely. Is that... Uh, this these aren't aliens. These are from Earth artifacts dug up from a previous civilization. Oh hell That's yeah! That's nothing because fucking Graham go. Hancock. Yeah, Graham yeah. Hancock. Don't even have to go. It could 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 be fifteen thousand years ago. Could be sixty five million years ago. There could have been these dudes around as a riding civilization dinosaurs. riding dinosaurs. Then fucking big apocalyptic meteor hits. Pretty much all evidence is erased other than, you know, some buried artifacts and stuff that uh, were eventually dug up. So that that also could be a thing. Yeah. After all those critters, if they were found on there, certainly look pretty goddamn human-like. They're bipedal with fucking head and arms shaped like ours. How fucking likely is it an alien from another fucking star would just happen to have a human-like anatomy, more <laughs> yeah. or less? Very unlikely. Very unlikely. Yeah. That's a good point. And uh, and uh, they do talk about they mention briefly mentioned that they were excavated. So who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe we maybe. descended from these spaceship creatures. Maybe we did. Yes. All right, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I quit this conversation. I quit. I'm out. Uh, social medias. Uh, I'm at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most UFO heavy Instagram account on the internet. That's ah, not true at all. Yeah. I am at Cliff Bogart on an increasingly less fat Instagram account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm at Chase504 on Instagram and YouTube. And you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV. Thank you very much, everybody, for watching and listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.